I'm gonna say it's when Wednesday? What Wednesday? Wednesday? I'm not gonna agree with you, <laughs> but I'm not gonna disagree with you. We A lot are, of things are changing. We're actually in the GT Toys uh, studio, Toys with a Z. Um, a good mutual friend, Jordan uh, Modiano, is going to come up a little bit later on today uh, and tell us what, 345? We're talking Jordan? 345, yeah. yeah. I know he'll, he'll be here soon. He gets he drives very fast. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, and I will do my best to make sense of today because we're in studio. Um, it's Wednesday, but it feels like Monday or maybe Tuesday. And, um, and again, I'm not positive it's Wednesday, which I, I think at some point we're going to have to do some kind of tests on my head and see why I don't know what day it is. Because my phone will tell me, oh, it's Wednesday, September 6th. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, LeVac and guys, and a lot of, um, a lot of people want to talk NFL. We will do that. Uh, we have our NFL show, our special, which will be every Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Rivers Casino and Resort in Van Slicks. We're going to have a blast doing that. We haven't talked in studio since Cantera won the C4 Smart Energy Challenge. Um, did you see the pictures of him kissing the trophy from Awards by Walsh? No, no, I didn't, didn't see, see that? that. I saw him text us that we might be joining the show tomorrow. I know last week they were he uh, unavailable. Me. He doesn't text me on that. He just he knows that you're the one who controls the doors here. I don't know where anything is yet. Um, yeah, he was he's and right he won. Congratulations, good for him. But we're re-upping. We're gonna we're gonna go at this in NFL action, my friends. The C four Smart Energy Challenge now morphs and moves forward, and we will be doing it based on NFL action. Same rules, minimum bet of five dollars, maximum of ten, and uh, per week, whoever raises the most will be able to donate all that money to a charity. Thanks to our friends at C four Smart Energy. We are officially in football season. There's a baseball going on. We can talk about some baseball if we want, but it is football time. We came off our NFL preview show. We got kickoff in the NFL tomorrow. We came off a college football weekend. We are officially in football season with baseball still finding its way to make headlines. Am I the only one that, that the weird, the three-game preseason screwed me up as far as hard knocks and tuned in about 15 minutes late to hard knocks last night? What do you forgot you, there was one. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, it's over. No, there's hard knocks last night. There's a brand new one. Brand new hard knocks last night. Wait. Yeah. Okay, I, so I'm not the only one. What happened? I thought the season finale was last week. I thought they ran four episodes. No, remember, they used to run five. It would be, it was like the, the prequel game, and then it was one for each of the preseason games, four games. So there's, there was, there's five episodes. So there was an episode last night. I tuned in late. I tuned in super late. And um, I, I don't know that, well, not super late, like 15 minutes. I don't know that it matters. I didn't, it doesn't feel like as much as we haven't adapted to the, the, the shorter preseason, it feels like Hard Knocks hasn't either. Because that was a weird episode. They went, to a, they went to a Broadway, they went to see the Michael Jackson Broadway musical. That they, they showed a lot of that, which was interesting. Um, Aaron Rodgers gave a detailed story about his alien sighting. Um, Wait a second. Wait a second. Stop everything. Mm-hmm. I will fully admit, this is the second time I've heard about this alien thing today. I thought this was a catfish account. I've seen this storyline <laughs> no, all over dude. today. Um, Matt Verderam? No, the ginger that you that we talk to all the time. Big Jets fan down in Houston. Oh, Jake Aspen. Yeah, he ta- he's been posting about it. I thought Jake was messing around. No, 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 no. There was a whole episode last night, and it was and like Joe Douglas got to tell uh, you know players that they had a job instead of when he was originally on. For Baltimore, and he had to tell people they didn't have a job. 
It was a whole thing. I got to know about the alien thing. I'm, I'm fine with the spoiler. Tell me what is going on. I thought it was a joke. I didn't do my homework. I thought the Aaron Rodgers alien thing was a complete no engagement try by people. What well, is no, happy with aliens? He's talked about it in the past, but this is the first time I heard him give like the detailed story. So basically, he has a friend named Steve Levy, not the not the the one that you can't see if you have Spectrum, um, from nice. ESPN. Nice. Um, and he was staying at his house. It was the three of them. They had done something. He's sleeping. I, I don't. I like don't know that? if that's enough. Oh, well, they went okay. to some event or something like that. And then Roger says he woke up to the sound of an alarm. I probably should have pulled this audio for you. I didn't do it though. Uh, I woke up to the sound of an alarm. They go. They all go outside. He sees an object, as he put it, unidentified, flying. It was an object, and then it, it goes away. And they're like, wow. And he goes, and then I heard something I'm very familiar with. And we're all un- unmistakable sound of fighter jets chasing it. And I think he even speculates that he thinks the alarm sound that he woke up to that wasn't, that was off in the distance, they're like within hearing distance of an alarm from a, a, a power plant, a nuclear power plant. So, yeah. So he went full in on telling his whole story about his alien experience. That's so dumb. That's listen. Okay, here's you don't the thing. believe you don't believe. No. Okay. Okay. Have you seen what the Martians doing for the Yankees? Come on, there's a lot to believe. That was a good segue, but I'm Thank not you. getting off this topic yet. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Here's the thing about aliens. I'm more alien than ever before. Bigfoot out, gone. See ya. Loch Ness monster out, gone. See ya. Ghosts, you're gone too. Here's the problem where I just said they're all gone. <laughs> we all got phones with cell uh, cameras on them right now. Every cell phone's got a yeah. camera. You would have been caught by now. Anybody with a camera on their phone would have caught the Loch Ness monster. But the government monster. just said that there's that there is aliens. There we go. Aliens are in. Yeah. So I will give the validity of extraterrestrial life forms being out there. I think somewhere it's a better play to think there's other people besides us out there. So I will say I'm pro-believing in aliens. However, I learned this from one of my good friends. Tito, who I think you've met before, he said this about J.J. Watt long ago. By the way, this friend is named after vodka, so take what you will from this. Great. Self-nicknamed, which is a rare one. His real name's Jesse, but he wanted to be called Tito. He said this about J.J. Watt once. He said, you know what J.J. Watt needs? Better friends. Because what your friends will do to you, Levesque, Wait, so all your friends hate J.J. Watt? No, no, wow. no, 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 that's not it. You listening right now, exactly, you know what I'm going to be talking about here. Levac and I are in multiple mass text messages. And what we I'm have not, happened... I'm not in as many as you are. I have some weird ones. <laughs> but the good thing about a mass text, although it never needing to be to your boss or your fellow employees, is that your friends will keep you honest and your friends will keep you in check. And that if you do something stupid, that will be the place your friends call you out on it. If you had a friend who went out in public and was telling this alien story, Levac, he should be mocked. You're ki- if Jameis Winston... Did this. If Jameis Winston came out and said he saw aliens, this would be the story across the NFL today. Oh, the eating the W guy said he saw aliens today. This could be anybody else who would be mocked. Imagine if Marshawn Lynch said he saw aliens. It'd be hilarious. So because it's Aaron Rodgers, we're not only not going to mock this guy, we're going to be like, you know, he might be right. Like, no, no, no. no. He should be mocked unmercifully for those comments last night. If I was... If I was an alien and I was still trying to kind of be discreet, but I wanted to check in on some things, maybe, maybe I'm an alien NFL fan. You never know. They could be, you know, flying by, you know, I would, Aaron Rodgers would be the exact person I would go to half because of what you're saying. It's Aaron Rodgers. And he, 
he has some validity in the world because he's hosted Jeopardy and he's a champion and he speaks like a very, uh, at least curious, if not educated individual. But also I would go to him because he's been known to smoke peyote and crap. So I can go like, oh, wait, I'm not real. That dude just did a darkness resort, man. What you, you're going to listen to him? My Listen, my dog Bleep Blop just said that he's crazy. Okay, so I'm not an alien. You're out of your mind. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it or not. But I, I don't know if I believe his story or not. But I've heard I've heard stories of all these all these things that leave my brain open to the fact that they could maybe. I'm never going to shut the door on any of this stuff all the way. It, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's a little nuts. I think he wants it to happen. Bad. Just make fun of Aaron Rodgers, please. Like it, Not yet. It, he's got to lose ma- first. It makes him more endeared at this point. The fact that he's going around and talking about aliens and no one's pushing back. Even McAfee. Even Pat McAfee. He would have rolled up the old sleeves. You know what? He doesn't no wear sleeves. sleeves. No doesn't sleeves. have any of them. No he would have just stared at him like, really? Um, Sworn and then asked the follow-up at least. Well, I, I, I think more important than whether or not you believe the alien story is just that Hard Knocks was not well-planned this year. Like, I'm finally leaning towards you a little bit because, again, you have three preseason games. You didn't really focus on the guys getting cut. That was something that was always the drama of that was great. And you had to do an episode where they go to a musical and you talk to Aaron Rodgers about aliens for four or five minutes. And it was only like a 45-minute episode, by the way. There's something there's something really funny to me that all summer long we've talked about is Hard Knocks, two pro jets. Is it have some type of substance to it is there something good i just wish i was somehow at your house last night or texting you and you just say like hmm you know this alien talk seems really pro rogers i wonder if this is the moment hey hey yeah. wait a second yeah. is this just a love letter to rogers wait a I, second i'm not even doing the pro rogers <laughs> i'm doing the anti like you you know what <laughs> i know that it's a reality show right but if you had told me that two things happen. Like if, if the producers of Hard Knocks came in here right now, we're like, hey guys, how you doing? So we're going to be completely honest with you. Uh, one, this this basically bye week between uh, preseason football and the regular season that hosed us. That we were we were we were hosed from from the rip. Um, the Jets laid down a lot of laws that we weren't ready for. And oh, by the way, the biggest thing we usually have like writers who at least storyboard what we're going to do, and they're on strike. So yeah, this sucked. We're sorry. the Jets were both the best season ever with Rex Ryan and uh, one or two really good episodes this season and the rest were so bad it dragged it down we're sorry about that we apologize we're gonna get uh, so so this is we're actually this season so we've got uh, what is this the 20th season so we got 19 seasons of hard knocks and one season of eh knocks they were eh, they were okay Eh. knocks they weren't great knocks they were they were all right but they were medium knocks there was some knocking but it wasn't great so I didn't I I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. There was nothing I saw from that one that made me change any of my opinions of the Jets. I still. I think they're going to be a good team. I don't think they're going to be a great team. I think they have. They have a chance to be great, but, but whatever. Um, and again, I just didn't. I th- one Jets drive was better this season. If we're being perfectly honest, if we're just being blunt about it, one Jets drive was better than Hard Knocks. So I hope all thirty-two teams start doing a version of one Jets drive. Most of them are. I know the Cardinals are making some headlines of that stuff. I would say more but about not to the level. Oh no, 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 no. Not to the level of the like Jets. Like one Jets drive is hard knocks. Like it's it's what hard knocks used to be. The Cardinal one was the first one that went against it. They went on like Amazon or Showtime. I think it was Amazon. They might all be bought by Amazon at some point. 
<laughs> and now their coach is just saying such wild things and not naming starters. The Jets have owned the summer. The summer's officially over. Jet fan, it's been the summer of gangrene. It's been the summer of Aaron Rodgers. Now, will it be your fall? Will it be your winner? We find out in a few days when the Jets will take on the Bills. I've already got a take on that. I'm going to save that for later in the week. Jet fan, you are not going to like my take about how I feel about Bills Jets coming up in a few days. Since you brought up how weird Gannon is, the head coach for the Cardinals, is it? It's weird that Kyler Murray is a captain, right? That's a weird thing that he. It's fourth season. He's four, four straight seasons as a captain. He joins um, James Conner, uh, left tackle DJ Humphreys, linebacker uh, Kazir White, safety Buda Baker, and linebackers for his team are uh, Dennis Dennis Gardick. Like everything I've seen from the Cardinals so far leads me to believe that they're they're ready to put Kyler Murray in the rearview mirror as fast as possible. Is it weird they named him captain? That's kind of weird, right? Captain uh, Kyler? It depends on uh, not knowing the Cardinals system of how they do it. Some people have the players vote for captain. Sometimes the organization just picks them. This feels like it would be a vote. Oh, he's the quarterback. We know he's the quarterback. We're going to vote him captain. That It feels like that. If the organization appointed him captain, I would lean towards what you're saying is, ooh, that feels kind of weird. I wonder if it's one of those situations where Gannon's sitting there going, guys, hear me out. What if I can win him over this year? What if he actually is our quarterback for a year or two? Because then we can use this first round pick. We can, we're can we going to end up with the number one pick most likely. We either use it on you know, edge rusher or you know, whatever it is, or we trade it, or we grab a guy that studies behind him for a year or two. Like, What if I can actually find a way to use him and we don't lose all that guaranteed money for no reason? I'd be like, go ahead, buddy. Just, <laughs> there's a lot of unemployed coaches who thought they could make that happen. You beat it. He's so weird. He's confusing people. Yeah. That's why the Cardinals are going to be more entertaining. Not good. More entertaining than people realize. He's going to do some whacked out stuff in some of these games this year. And you mentioned the Murray contract. The issue is going to be 2024 with Murray, which you said there, like the guaranteed yeah. money that's going to be coming in, dead money, which can always be confusing. It's not about... 2023 it's about 2024 of let's say they draft caleb williams it is such a high price tag on murray no one's going to want it so whoever it is caleb williams drake may uh trey lance i'm just tossing young quarterbacks who haven't played really that much in the nfl or at all uh that's the question in 2025 so yeah again the jets cardinals you guys have been entertaining this summer but now we look forward to actual football being played coming up can't wait uh levac gaz fox sports radio 95 9 980 as uh as you know I absolutely love our friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet in Boston Spa. It is one of my favorite places to go. I love the showroom. Uh, I love I love sending people over there because once they go there, they're like, oh, okay, now I get why you have bought multiple vehicles from here. Your daughter has a, has a vehicle from here. Like the Mohawk Chevrolet license plate uh, border is all over the place when you're around me, my friends. We're actually going to be there. A week from today, we'll be at Mohawk Chevrolet doing a live show. The 13th. Thir- oh, we're, yeah, right, we're getting our dates. It's Wednesday, the thir- 16th. I, uh, here, look, you want to see? Six. I literally thir- have a calendar. Oh, come on, in man. Front of me. I had to. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. I just know that a week from today, we're going to be at Mohawk Chevrolet. The amazing selection they have, like the, the, the Rocky Ridge, the Black Widow, all these different versions of the Silverado. Uh, they've, they've got the Traverse. They've got everything. Everything you're looking for is there. And if by some stretch of insanity. It's not. 
Using Car Bravo, they can help you get exactly what you're looking for. So find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Is is am I crazy? Did they pull me back in again? Am I is Pinstripe Pants getting a little excited over here? Find out next right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom blinds, shades, and shutters at prices less than big box retailers with free shipping and free samples. And right now, save 50% off any order during our Labor Day sale. Blindster.com. Welcome to the future of electric driving, powered by Volkswagen and the all-electric ID4. We're answering all your questions on making the switch to electric, like this one from Jenna. So how does driving electric really help benefit the environment? Benefits? Where do we start? How about this? An EV produces zero direct tailpipe emissions. So when you choose an EV over a gas-powered vehicle, you help reduce carbon dioxide while driving. (sighs) Now that's a breath of fresh air. You can learn more at VW.com. The future of electric driving is here, and the Volkswagen ID.4 is the ultimate zero-direct emission EV choice. It's an SUV designed to deliver style, performance, and functionality with clean aerodynamic lines, plenty of space, and lots of tech features. Plus, it's all electric. Now assembled here in the U.S. in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Test drive one today at your local Volkswagen dealer and help drive us all towards a better future. VW.com. Announcing lifetime engine warranties only at GT Toys. Toys with a Z. Hi, folks. Greg Goldstein from GT Toys. And you heard it right. Every brand new 2023 and prior model year Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Articat Motorsport will have a lifetime engine warranty for absolutely no additional charge. You've been planning on getting a jet ski, ATV, motorcycle, snowmobile, or side-by-side this year. We have literally hundreds of them in stock for immediate delivery. The very best selection we've had in years, and the deals are unbelievable. That's why we sell more than any other dealer in upstate New York. Motorsports in every size and shape you could ever want or need. And now, you get a lifetime engine warranty only at GT Toys. GT Toys Motorsports and Marine, located on Route 9 in Clifton Park, two buildings south of Walmart. And don't forget, we're open 24-7 at gttoys.com. Toys with a Z. Key dealer for eligibility and full details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Gaz. iHeartRadio Earth is here with a new way to enjoy our beautiful planet. Reduce your impact on the environment this fall by packing a waste-free lunch for school or work. Avoid foods with excessive packaging. Use reusable cutlery, napkins, cups, bags, and containers, and recycle or compost any waste when possible. Brought to you by iHeartRadio Earth and the National Environmental Education Foundation. To find more tips for smarter, sustainable living or to take action in your own community, go to iHeartRadio.com Earth. Help the planet with a tip from iHeartRadio Earth. Education doesn't just take place in the classroom. 
There are many ways children of all ages can learn about sustainability and the environment at home. Visit iHeartRadio.com Earth for a list of resources, activity guides, and toolkits that are educational and fun for the whole family. Brought to you by iHeartRadio Earth and the National Environmental Education Foundation. To find more tips for smarter, sustainable living or to take action in your own community, go to iHeartRadio.com Earth. Back to school means back to early bedtimes. But I'm not tired. Fortunately, there's Pure Z's Kids, mindfully formulated to help your child fall asleep naturally when needed. Pure Z's Kids products are non-habit-forming, drug-free, and available in liquid, chewable tablets and gummies. Give them the rest to be their best. Bye, Mom! Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up. Explore all Pure Z's Kids products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's LeVac for the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spot with Dr. Fred Dreer. We're talking life changing, my friends. I am um, over the last weekend with, you know, the extended weekend. There's always that like moment where I'm about to pass out in the chair because I'm up late watching a movie. I don't have to get up the next day. Or I just think to myself, ah, I don't, I, do I need it? You know, 100% need my mouthpiece. 100% I need it because it reduces my snoring. It actually keeps my sleep apnea under control. And for me, again, this is the perfect solution. I don't need surgery. I don't need a, any hoses or wires. I can travel with it. It's easy to clean. I got some of that um, that spray uh, dish detergent now. I spray some of that on, and I scrub it down real quick, and I'm done. It's that easy. That's how easy Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa has made getting a good night's sleep for me. They can do it for you too. 518-885-6185. Dr. Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I can groove to it. Uh, uh. <laughs> for some reason, this reminds me of Strays. I watched Strays last night. That felt like you were recorded. We're a part of the song. Like uh. That was just like the opener. I was going to start. Like, I, I wish I could a, drop a verse right now. An like, early oh. 90s movie. Like That's just like the credits are rolling right now. The soundtrack for Strays, if you haven't seen it, it's Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, dogs. Um, and by the way, you can't watch with the kids. It's a talking animal movie, not for the kids. Ooh. The don't, don't, it's, if you, if you watch the trailer and you think it's for the kids, that's your problem. You, your kids should watch it because they should learn that their parents have no, no idea what a filter is. But it was, uh, go ahead. Cross that one off. Yeah. There, right. Some no, dogs and watch it. Make sure the kids go to sleep and then watch it. Right. It's hysterical. But it's like the soundtrack's like pretty bad. A man, it's got some good, like gangster rap in it and stuff. Um, it was it was funny. It was it was the kid and I watched it last night. My kid is twenty, so it's all right. But it was uh, it made me laugh, and that for whatever reason that hit me and it made me think of it. So, am I am I crazy? Am I cray cray? Am I crazy? I I just kind of the Yankees did what I asked them to do, and now I'm thinking they may have maybe I should have started asking sooner, like as, as if I actually got it done, guys. Um, <laughs> so the Yankees won five. Five one last night. They got a four game winning streak going, which means the Yankees have not lost a game since they called up Dominguez, the Martian, Jason Dominguez. They haven't lost a game. I'm sure Austin Wells too, but but Jason Dominguez has two home runs. He's I believe he's been on base every game since he's been up, and they haven't lost. They're seven and three in their last ten. Got a little winning streak going, which puts them. At 500. No, no, no. I want this one. Give me this one. Come you want, on. You want, what's this their record? The, this is the nicest the Yankees have played all season. You At 69 and 69. Nice. All right. Yeah! 
Oh, I get to do it once all year. I got it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so they're at 569-69. They're seven nice. and a half games back of the, the final wild card spot in the American League. Seven and a half games back, 24 games to go. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not even sure it's 100% possible. What I am saying, what I'm telling you, is there's a chance. Here's why. There's three teams ahead of them for that last spot, right? Texas is currently is sitting in there. They don't play Texas. So they need Texas to fall on its own. They need the they need the Rangers to fall on their own. They can't they can't affect the Rangers. However, they also have Boston ahead of them. They play four games against Boston in Boston. So you could you can leapfrog Boston just by handling business against Boston. They're seven and a half games behind Toronto. They play Toronto six more times this season. Three in Canada, three in the Bronx. So they can at least affect that part. They have, they, with as bad as they have played up until the return of the Martian, they have as good of a chance as they deserve to control their own fate, sneak in and grab that final wild card spot. You worded that perfectly. I was listening for a nitpick there of like, wait a second, how far is Levac going to go with this take here of where he feels about his Yankees? That's well laid out by you because you're being rational. You're seeing the competition sitting in front of the Yankees, knowing how many things have to go in their favor. Lloyd Christmas, you're telling me there's a chance. That's and, where they are right now. And and again, it may it may not happen, but what they have done, what the Yankees have, the one thing they have done, and I'm not even going to say this in a negative way, because normally I'd be like, I thought, I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. Like, they've made baseball enjoyable because they brought up the youngsters. They're taking some chances they don't normally take, doing some things. So they've made baseball enjoyable to me. Now, I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't watch TV every night and go, so you couldn't have done this 10 games, 10 games earlier? 10 games earlier when this is all way more possible? Oh, I, I definitely do that. I do, but then I I gather myself and I say, you know what? At least I'm 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 watching baseball in September. I know we're your home for the Boston Red Sox, Fox Sports Radio 959-980-1031-2 on your HD tuner. I know we are. And you know what? Your team has made you viable. You're you're only what seven games back, I think, or something like that. I don't know what. Five are. in the wild card. Five back in the wild card. Yeah. Is that all? That's it. It's <sighs> not bad. I like my team's chances better than yours, though. Even though we're farther back, because you know what? You don't have a Martian. You don't have the Cy Young favorite Garrett Cole. You don't have Austin Pornstash Wells. You don't. <laughs> you don't have the fourth fastest man. To 400 career home runs in the history of Major League Baseball. Got himself a curtain call. You fickle fans, curtain called Giancarlo Stanton last night when he hit his 400th home run. The only people to do it faster, Mark McGuire. Oh, let me guess this. Oh, okay. All right. I gave you one. I didn't mean to. Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. You got one. Good for you. Okay, two more. Ken Griffey? No, no. No, no. I'll go quick with my guesses here. Jimmy Fox. Do you want a hint? Alex Rodriguez. There's one. McGuire, Rodriguez, not Jimmy Fox, not Ken Griffey. Uh, super young. Pools. Who's the who is arguably the most prolific home run hitter of all time? Bonds. 
Aaron? Babe Ruth? There he is, Babe Ruth. I don't know how old Babe was. He's well, he's a, he's a pitcher. It, 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 yeah, I think it's right. I think it's at bats and, and you know all that all that fun stuff. So here, nailed it. Here's the thing: Stanton hit his 400th home run. Only 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 those other guys have done it faster. If anything, guess what that dude might get because of that. He might get love from the front office. If Hal has any George, oh, that Steinbrenner gene in him, that's why A Rod got that second terrible contract. Because George wanted the home run record back, all-time, all of it. And he thought A-Rod might give him a chance to get that in pinstripes. He wanted that back. So now you got Judge, who's got the American League single season. Stanton, who's you know 300-plus away. There's going to be a talk in that analytics room of, hey, so what's more realistic? Dominguez hitting, just going crazy and, and hitting a bunch. He's already got two. Come on, he's only been up here a couple days. Or is there a chance that Stan, you know, we we ice those hammies and he gets 300-plus home runs? <laughs> what do you think, guys? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to flip it back to Dominguez. The Stan thing, we already know that Yankee fan, maybe baseball fan now, it's gone to the national story. Do not give Stanton the credit he deserves. I know he's hurt a lot. I get it. I, the amount of money he gets paid for almost being a, just a designated DH, he's really good. Hall of Famer is possible to be talked about with Stanton, depending on how the rest of his career goes. 500 used to be the magic home run. He should get the 500 home runs if things continue to go well for him. I know a lot of 500 home run guys aren't in, but that's for a different storyline. Let's go back to Dominguez quick. Could he have had a better debut? Like, could things have gone any better? And I'm saying that, I guess, a bit sarcastic in the sense of, I know the answer is already yes. Like, that's awesome. Like, judge. Sanchez, all these young guys, Severino gets a little bit, but the ones we've talked about over the course of the last few years of Yankee young prospect hits the big leagues, what can he do? Whoa. Dominguez is all of that. The hype is First true. ever home run, first at-bat against Justin Berlander. Think about that. Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer, guy who, you know, listen, his last name may not be Steinbrenner, but he had a good claim for saying he owned the Yankees. And the only, one of the only reasons that they beat him this time is the Martian. Martian hits one right away. Now everybody else can settle down. He, Yeah, I mean, it's it's impressive so far. And I don't want to like come across weird. That dude looks different in that uniform. Like, he just looks like he just stands a monster. He looks like he's just spent more time on men's fitness than he did in the batting cage. Judge is a big, big dude. Dominguez just looks like like if you if you that earlier alien we talked about, if you're like, hey, we need to we need to scare them a little bit, you send a picture of Dominguez up. You're like, hey, this is what we all look like. This is all of us. Just so you know, we all got shoulders that are like like ten feet wide and barrel chested, bro. And if you want some, come get some. I think down here is a lot of me. They're like, <laughs> can you do me a favor here when we talk about Dominguez? Dominguez and Shohei Otani remind me. A little bit of each other. Don't you dare put the Martian and the circus freak together. No, Don't no. You dare. Well, hang on, hang on. How dare Not you? because of the hype around Otania's performance. Anything else. Here's what I'd like you to Google. I think it's going to surprise you. Okay. Google Jason Dominguez's height. Because if you don't follow Shohei Otani, you're used to a lot of pitchers just being big, tall, slender guys. And Otani with his power, like, all right, he's just such a freak athlete. That he's able to Otani's jacked. Yeah. Otani is huge. a monster. He's huge. Jason Dominguez has that type of feel, like the Martian, the power, the vo, 
the velocity off the bat and everything else. My guess, LeVac, Okay. I don't think Jason Dominguez is listed over 5'10. I'm betting Jason Dominguez is 5'8. And if he was 5'10 on a roster, that means he's 5'8. How tall is Dominguez? 5'9, 190. He actually might be 5'9. If it was 5'10, yeah. you're 5'8. You know that. Five. And if you're five if you're six foot, you're 5'10. Yeah, yeah. But he just like he looks like the shoulders are you know, he's like one of those guys when you see the like the six names on the back. Like if 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 Juju Smith Schuster wanted to fit his name across his shoulders, his full name, he would need Dominguez. He would need his back. Like that's he's just not built normal. He doesn't look like I, I. If you didn't stand him next to the monsters that are the New York Yankees, and that's something that I've, the Yankees have always been in the farm system. Like we, I remember when the Staten Island Yankees just come play the Valley Cats. And you'd be like, the Valley Cats would be all these really, really good players who were like 5'8", 5'9". Maybe there's a dude who's 6'6", six, 6'1". Six, and then the Staten Island Yankees would come out and they'd be like patting him on the head. Hello, little man. <laughs> and like they've always been those big freaky, just that's who they went after. Dominguez may not be that tall if you don't put him next to those trees, but he just looks different. Like he, if you had, if you had to pick a physique, he, that physique's going to be up there for you as a guy. Like you're going to be like, I'm probably going to stand in one. Because that dude just looks different. Like that's just I. I feel like if I looked like Stan, I would take over the world. Like I would, you know, listen, it would just be ladies. I'm sorry, take a number. It would be a, it would be a problem. You know, <laughs> monogamy. You're out hey. of your mind. Um, but just like he looks the part. Like he really, really does. It's exciting. He's got really big ears too. He probably hears us right now. He's a Martian. With all the hype we just both gave Dominguez here, we're not adjusting the expectations of his. Finished to his first, and it's always weird here. It's not really a rookie because he's technically a rookie next year, which drives me nuts in baseball. The expectation is if they don't make the postseason, it's a failure, right? Like we're we're not dropping that on him here in September. Not on him. No, no. Well, because because they, they were already done. I mean, like they were, like I stuck a fork in him how many weeks ago? I again, my my issue becomes why didn't he get this chance sooner? You know, De La Cruz for for the Reds and feels like everybody they ever call up for for Atlanta you know these these young guys who you're like oh, can a 21 year can a 20 year old can a 21 year old can they really make it in the majors and then these other teams will take a chance sometimes and they seem to pan out and the Yankees don't the Yankees sit there and they talk about like it's almost like the fruit over ripens and, and rots on the vine and this is a chance like is there a bigger stage than facing Verlander as a Yankee right now like I don't, I don't know at this exact moment in time, you could argue that some of the pressure is off because they're all but eliminated. But at the same time, it, I can't look at it, the way he has performed, the way the team has performed. I can't look at it and not think to myself, like, when you're going through that horrific losing streak, when you're just losing game after game after game um, to to Miami, to Atlanta, to Boston, to Washington, like – why wouldn't we have made some move like this earlier? We're doing a lot of rankings today, kind of in our heads. Let's do this one quick. Of these three people, who needed Dominguez's debut to be the most successful? Okay. The Yankee fan base. Me. Brian Cashman or Jason Dominguez. So most important for the debut, least important for the debut. So you're lumping Boone and Cashman together. Nope, then. just Cashman. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Dominguez is last. He's third yeah. on that list. Yeah. Fan base is second because the Yankees have high expectations of the fans. 
Brian Cashman's the answer. Because if Cashman had this hype, because he's had an interesting year, he's facing criticism, and all of a sudden, oh, no, 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 we got this big-time prospect. If he had went 0 for 10 with a couple of ground outs and some bloop singles, we'd be having a different discussion, unfairly, but truly. Cashman needed that debut more than anybody in that three. I would, I'd flip the bottom two. Because as fans, what do we really need? You know what I mean? Like, it's like victories I, I and hope. We've covered yeah, it, right? Yeah. I want it, but I don't. But it's, it's not like it's not like before opening day next year. I'm not going to convince myself they're going to win it all. You know what I mean? That's that's just how it works. But like Dominguez, I think I think there is something to be said for the way the fans and everyone else affects that player. So a player who's 20 years old to come up and hit a home run right away, I think that's where you you he honestly probably looks around and goes, I can do this. I thought I could do it. Now I know I can do it. So I put him too. But Cashman's 100% number one because in a way, as a fan and a guy who sits here with a microphone and pretends I know what the hell I'm talking about, I have to look at Cashman and go, I know why you didn't mortgage the future to get a center fielder. I know why you didn't mortgage the future to get a left fielder. I know why you didn't touch your your farm system because you have your center fielder and, and the, of the future, but the future is now. So like, you, you want, you want, you're almost like a little kid when you're a fan. Give it now. I need it now. I want it now. Where's now? And then good parents, good GMs will go, you're going to have to wait because we're, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. We're just not going right now. And when he comes up and he hits two home runs in his first three days and he's been on base almost every, every, you know, he just looks, he looks, he's doing well. It's like, Oh, you, Oh, oh, you really did it. You really did have it planned out. Okay. All right. I'll give you a little more time. I still worry about the pitching. I'd like to see a little more pitching, but I'm happy with him. Like, that makes me very happy. And the fact that they're still mathematically alive, that don't suck. That's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm not mad at it. So, Cash was 100% number one, though. You are correct. Uh, the Yankees, the last time I looked, the Yankees' uh, postseason odds, they were, they were 0.2% chance to make the postseason. They're now point four, baby. Point four, double it up. It up. Hey, big old eighty nine out there, and I like these eighty nine, and and and, and judges ninety nine. Now we need a seventy nine, sixty nine could be out there, could be a thing, huh? Huh? How much you like that idea? Don't you? All right. You don't hate it? No, I know no. you don't. Um, one thing I know you don't hate, and you're welcome. I brought into your life is C four Smart Energy. I love C four. It got my day started right today. A lot going on at the Gazlowski house today. We got the first day of daycare, first day of pre-K or preschool. I keep forgetting which one is which. I think it's preschool. Uh, we've got some got some morning shifts coming up. We'll be filling in for our pal Rachel and GY the next two mornings. It's an insane week. Her, by the way, she's doing Mike Mara in front of me. <laughs> I saw you two talking. I needed C four today. Thank yeah. you to C four. If you're like me, where maybe you're bringing your kids to school for the first time, daycare, whatever it might be, or your schedule's all out of whack. Get that extra burst of energy that you're going to need. It tastes good. You don't want those weird aftertastes that linger all afternoon and into the night when you're done with work. Get a C4. Get that extra boost. Have it taste good and get your day started right. Uh, C4 made me some money today. Oh. So I was leaving Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. I was dragging butt. It was the early morning. We did a lot of stuff today. And I was like, there's this little uh, gas station right around the corner. And I was like, you know what? Let me just see if they have it. And they had the ultimate energy. So, oh. I, so I grab it. And the guy goes, well, he's checking back. He goes, you want a scratch-off ticket? And I was like, whoa, what? I do? And he goes, yeah, I'll get you a winner. I go, all right, I'm going to hold you to it. I won. 
Hey! One guy wasn't lying. So I went out, like, you know, I tipped him. I slid a little $5 bill. I was like, what's up, man? I went on 40 but whatever. You know, it's all because I went and grabbed some, some C4 Ultimate Energy. How, how much more ultimate can your energy be than to wake you up, get you moving, taste great, and help you win cash? I mean, that's what C4 does. Uh, even better is going to be Friday night. Jordan Modiano is going to join us next and tell us how we can help raise awareness against autism and have a great time all in one. That's next right here, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Your golf escape is just an hour away from Albany. Off exit 23 at Cronin's Golf Resort. Tee up with 18 scenic holes along the Hudson. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. All right, let's see if I can actually speak appropriately at this point. I don't know what happened there. I just flubbed all my words. Uh, top four at four is brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda. So I will say this. Four! Where they always go out of their way to please you. It's time to redeem yourself, LeVac. Yes. You can feel it. It happens in the world of the live speak. microphone. I shall use words. Top 10 poll, college football, heading into week two. It looks like this. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Florida State, Ohio State, the top five. USC, Penn State, Washington, Tennessee, Notre Dame. That's the top 10. I want to sit on... Oh, yours wa- is different than mine. Is it? Yeah, no. So I would have had, um, I would have had flag pole at two, stripper pole at one. Those are my top polls. Fishing pole at three. Okay. My, I had to just let that really sit there. I had a stupid joke that didn't make any sense, and I'm just going to move on. Thought about I Dua just dad joked you to death. I know. I thought about Dua Lipa's microphone stand, and I'm like, that's, that's not a pole. That's just an odd video I watch. Well, wait. You're, are alone. you Polish? You could be on my you're, – you're number 11 on my list. For polls. Do you have an issue that the Florida State Seminoles are not the number one team in the country after their – dominating victory over LSU over this weekend? Absolutely not. None at all. I, I I almost feel like they jumped a little too high too fast. Like I've, I like it's so early. We don't know what these teams are. Um like Michigan and Georgia at one and two, like okay, like Michigan played East Carolina. They're they're kind of a pushover. Who's to say LSU doesn't end up being a pushover? We don't I mean we really don't know what's gonna happen, but uh they're very good. They're a lot of fun to watch. I Feel like they got a good, they got a good bump, good for them, but any higher would have been a problem. Not yet, close, yeah. but not yet. I don't have any big issues with these rankings. Do I think that Florida State has done enough to be the number one team in the country yet? No. However, I will say this: in four weeks, so when we start looking at teams getting to three zero, four zero, I would not be shocked if the top five looked closer to this. Winner of Alabama, Texas at one. Florida State at two, Georgia, Michigan, three, four. Because then the tougher matchups have come. Those teams have earned those rights to be higher in the polls. We might think a team is better, but sometimes it's more about what you've done to be in that spot. I was thinking of the Tennessee Volunteers last season as a team who should have been higher. So look for that. Not yet, but Florida State's on the way to number one, and so is the winner of Alabama, Texas, upcoming this weekend. Can you bump a team that hasn't lost? Uh, yeah, if you have a bunch of teams losing ahead of them. I'm just saying, can you, like, if Michigan and Georgia stay undefeated, can you bump them? Yes, definitely. Okay. I, I, uh, I, I think it's true for Georgia, but not for Michigan. <laughs> Let's move on to your Raiders here for story number three. I prefer we didn't. Chandler Jones, Syracuse alum. Don't forget your home for Syracuse football. It's our sister station, WGY. The Orange are 1-0. I'm shocked we didn't lead the show talking about their win over Colgate. Nonetheless, Chandler Jones... LeVac has been ripping it into your Raider management in a since-deleted post, going off about how he couldn't enter the facilities, 
Jones, by the way, in a second year, that three-year $51 million deal. Remember that wild play with the Patriots last year? Yeah. Runs back the touchdown. I want to read a lot of this stuff, but I, I would say go off and find it on your own because a lot of this is in capital letters and it's swearing. And it leads to my question, what was Chandler Jones on? Because this is not like Chandler Jones unless you talk about that weird day where he tried doing this with the Patriots. Vac, what is up with Chandler Jones? I feel like I'm more Team Raider than Team Chandler Jones on this situation. It's it's weird because I I don't quite get it. So it all pops off a day after he did all these positive posts about year 12 and all this stuff. He's excited. He couldn't get into the Raiders facility on a Tuesday. He couldn't get the, the GM on the phone. He, he didn't know if he was going to be It became a whole thing. And and I guess at one point, somebody reached out back to him, but ended up calling like a woman he broke up with like five years ago. It's like this whole weird, if you look at it just through the lens of, of Chandler Jones, what's a good excuse to lock him out of that building on a Tuesday? I know for a fact that's a very profitable building. Like, did we? If we look, was like WWE coming through, and it was like, "Hey guys, we can't work out in this building on Tuesday." As somebody, as somebody who's worked in arenas, there's always there's scheduling. That's a building that made seventy over seventy million dollars last year in non NFL events. So I can see where maybe it was rented out for something else, and they told the guys like, "Hey, if you want to work out on Tuesday, it's got to be here." And he just didn't want to hear that. That that's childish on his part. But again, it's 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 Chandler Jones, kind of a big deal. He got, he got over a hundred sacks in his career. I kind of I think I would like at least reach out to him personally and be like, hey, calm down. Here's what's going on. He has since deleted everything. I have so many Chandler Jones takes. I'm glad I got a little time here at the top four four. Let's start with that last you said there. Okay, wherever you work, is it that big of a deal? Like, can you go to another gym and work out? Like, if you're looking to just get your workout in, now, if you work in an office and you forgot your laptop, like, oh, my God, I got a deadline on Monday, forgot my work computer, I got to get in the building, that I could see annoying somebody. You and I, we work with audio and content for a living. We can make that at different places. Like, if we got locked out of the studio, wouldn't be that big of a deal. We'd be okay. But he needs to get into workout. Like, uh, okay, all right. Based I mean, on, I, and I only know arena. Obviously, I don't know NFL. But in the times where... Again, if the WWE takes over your building, they take over your building. Like, no one's allowed in. It's 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 incredible. But, like, the guys hate it. If they have to practice somewhere else, if um, they have to leave their locker room, like, there's a system that they like to do. And all we've heard is that Legion is, like, top-notch, state-of-the-art. Chandler Jones is probably trying to stay within his routine. And if somehow the message didn't get to him on why he wasn't allowed to be there, I could see him freaking out a little bit. Going public with it, it's very childish, but he's. I wanted. I want to just say, dude, he's being crazy. He's acting a fool. But I've seen these guys and what happens to them mentally when they don't get to fill their regimented schedule the way they want to fill it. Bill Belichick, Hall of Famer, got Chandler Jones so right and so wrong. They traded up to get him in the first round, which never happens for New England. He was really good, but Belichick's the mindset of well. He's going to go downhill from now. He won't be the same player. Totally and, and wrong. Salvia thing. Yeah, that didn't change anything. That synthetic weed where he's walking around with the shirt off, trying to do crazy things. Totally wrong about Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, if he's got like four more years left in him, he's in a Hall of Fame discussion. He's going to finish it with like 140 sacks in a Super Bowl. He's in the conversation as a top five defensive player in his era. 
of how long he's played. One other one of my favorite Chandler Jones take. And you listening right now, you're lying if you're not about to agree to what I'm about to say here. Whatever you do, there's been a moment you've bumped into an athlete, a boxer, an MMA fighter, basketball player, football, whatever sport, and you as a male especially, looked at that guy and said, I can take him. <laughs> Chandler Jones is that guy to me. Because Chandler, no, no, no. Chandler Jones and I are the same age. Yep. Chandler Jones and I used to frequent the same places. Okay. So when I was in better shape, I'm about the size of Chandler Jones, and I had teammates who were bigger than Chandler Jones. And what Chandler Jones was known for was being a pass rusher. Yeah. 22-year-old me, yep. that's the only athlete I looked at and said, I got him. Let's go. Let's go one-on-one right now. Bell drill, baby. Little offensive yeah. tackle. Me, we're in my mind. I'm not shaming you. Everybody has an athlete they've done it with. Minus Chandler Jones. Do I think that's a logical thing 12 years later? No. But I'll just admit it here. I thought at one point I could take Chandler Jones. You in your absolute best shape, him and his, I still he's the winner. But you have a crazy in you that people don't realize is there that I've seen pop out. And I, I wonder. I, I think I can I can see I wouldn't bet on you in this scenario, but I wouldn't laugh you off the field. And mind you, I did see an unprepared you get thrown through a door by Joe Sykes. Hands were a lot bigger than I realized. <laughs> he he airlifted you through the doorway. Like I was just like, holy crap. <laughs> that moment, as you bring up Joe Sykes, that moment was a, if you've played sports before or in better shape, I was very light then. That was yeah. almost my wedding. I'm like, oh no, it's just the same. Whoa, whoa. I don't I was think, much in the caboose as I used to on the old line against oh Joey Sykes. I think you went half speed and Joe Sykes doesn't have a half speed. I think <laughs> is, is pretty much what happened. Story number one here is Major League Baseball action today. The Red Sox and Rays. 540, our coverage gets underway. 640 first pitch for this one. If you want to listen to it, it's right here. 95-9 and 980. The Mets take on the Nationals. 705 first pitch there. And the New York Yankees take on the Detroit Tigers. 705. First pitch. Levesque, I know we talked a little bit more about it earlier in the show. The optimism is high for you, I think is the best way to frame this. And in comparison to the other three teams I just mentioned, the Red Sox and the Mets, optimism rankings puts the Yankees at one. There we go. Yeah. It's all spin it. I don't think we only uh, did we do top, I don't even did three. I think we only did three stories. No, I did Chandler Jones. Yep. Did I skip one? Oh my I god, I'm sorry, skipped, dude. I skipped one. You, skipped, you know what? Let's do this. That is a two. Re- that is a rarity. I've never have I ever done that before? I don't think so. Okay. That's why I had to question it when it was happening. But I I do I I've seen your list now. Yeah, I think you know why now. I would like to do I would like to live with two a little bit more a little later. Yeah, let's do if that. That's okay with you. All right, I'm gonna tease that then. That makes right. a better tease that the story I skipped <laughs> is now in the next segment. Okay. Okay. Great. Do you say who it was if you want it. It involves an impactful potential playoff team in the NFL. Having to make moose with their roster going forward. Oh, it's deep. Um, as far as the Yankees, I know it's not 100% logical, but all I can hear is Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein is the monster is getting electrocuted, and you hear he's starting to move, and you hear him go, It's alive! It's alive! Like, they're alive! They're alive right now. Like, they're not, they're not like, they don't look great. They don't, they don't, look, they don't look fantastic, but the Yankees are quite alive. Which is weird to say, considering just how much they had kind of given up the ghost as this season has been progressing. They're alive, but they might not wake up for a few more months. How about that? They might just drag out the pain 
a little bit. You know what I mean? Just drag it out. But again, it gives me a reason to actually pay attention to baseball, which is nice. I'm not mad at that. All right, now that I botched the top four, four with three stories. Top three of four is one of my favorites. That's why I didn't make fun of LeVac too much about the last segment, because I know that's bad <laughs> karma. But nonetheless, it now just wafted over into this part of the studio. And you'll notice yeah. I did not make fun of you. I just Because normally I'd be like, dude, would you agree to count? And then I was like, oh, I'd probably be like, blah, 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 blah. so. We will recover here and hopefully get into our second segment of the 4 o'clock hour. But first, I want to talk about our friends over at Mohawk Honda. We are going to be at Mohawk Honda later this month. Looking forward to seeing everybody and all the cool things going on at Mohawk Honda, the changes, the upgrades, and more. Look, if you maybe had that summer road trip, this actually happened to somebody. I want Steve. Steve in Massachusetts, I can't help you with where you were driving or the directions, but I can tell you, hopefully you listen to the show and we appreciate you on the iHeart app, that you can go to Mohawk Honda too. All right, New York, Vermont, wherever you're looking, head over to Mohawk Honda in Glenville. Get yourself a new vehicle so you're not on the side of the road calling your wife to have you get picked up because you thought, yeah, I thought I could make it on vacation. Well, you've learned your lesson. The fall is here. You're looking for that fun tailgate opportunity. You want to have people go to the big game and more. Get a vehicle that you can have to have it all happen. It can happen at Mohawk Honda. 2024s are there. They want to find a vehicle that fits your budget, your lifestyle, and more. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Um, all right, talk about the situations going on that leading into Thursday night football coming up and, and, uh, and, and more fun to be had. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Before we talk about some NFL, LeVac, I want to tell you about our friends over at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. The shops of Wilton Guys football season is here, and that means you're planning out your week of how many hours of football that you can watch. Well, before you plan that out, make sure you take care of her, whatever she is in your life, your girlfriend, your fiance, your wife, Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find what she's looking for. Some of you are going to pop the question, maybe this fall, maybe this holiday season, the place to buy your engagement ring is Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I know from experience, that's where I bought my engagement ring. I didn't know what I was looking for. Didn't know what, how much it cost. I didn't know why I was actually didn't know why I was sweating. But that, that's besides the point. The point is, is that Lily and David Fine Jewelers, family owned and operated business, can help you find that. Shout out to Alyssa and David and Tammy and G. They all are professionals who know that big moment is on the way. You don't want to screw it up. You want to get compliments for years to come. And luckily, I'm still getting that when it comes to the ring. Two for one wedding band sale. Maybe you've already popped the question and you're planning it out. You're not having a fall wedding. You're planning for the future wedding. And you want to make sure you want to save some cash along the way. Two for one wedding band sale. Always going on. Whatever works for you. Maybe you want to celebrate that anniversary as well. That necklace, that earring, whatever she likes and more. It's right there at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. The shops of Wilton. Family-owned and operated business, so make sure to support these great businesses like Lily and David Fine Jewelers. When you stop in, tell me about my story, Gaz's story from Fox Sports 95, 9, and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95, 9, and 980. Man, the NFL season kicks off tomorrow. Yeah! Tomorrow. Yeah! The sun will come out tomorrow. Uh, Chiefs-Lions is obviously on the the forefront of everybody's mind. I've heard a lot of debate over whether or not this is a good first game of the season. And it's I, – I I honestly love it. I've, I've never actually – it's one of those few times that, like, I feel like I'm, I don't have my finger on the pulse of what the NFL fan is thinking because I think the Chiefs are always a story. I mean, you, championship Chiefs. And then the Lions have become a story, not just because of Man Campbell, not just because, you know, of hard knocks, but because people think they could actually be a, a contender to win the NFC, at least at least the NFC North. So, like, I thought I looked at this matchup and I was like, dude, this has got 
this has got eyeballs all over it. Maybe, like, if you go old school thinking it doesn't have a coast team, you got to be on a coast to be important. But, like, I, I think it's a great matchup. I'm excited for it. David versus Goliath is way too much of a stretch because of what the lines have become. As you Gladiators mentioned it. versus Lions? Oh, oh, That's oh, actually closer. Oh. <laughs> that is closer. Oh. But you can find what, what can happen with these opening night games that we're all so excited to get the NFL back is we just want to find a reason to watch it rather than, hey, it's just football and we are just wanting to watch football. But you can find a rooting interest in that for a lot of the storylines you just laid out of whether or not this is a dynasty, how far can Andy Reid go, do people just want to see greatness when it's happening with Mahomes and Dan Campbell's an easy storyline to root for and everything else. Uh, I can't shake this though, LeVac. Okay. I can't shake the Kelsey stuff still. Mm-hmm. Like, if you told me right now, guys, and I know the play of the day is coming up in about 20 minutes, but if you told me, all right, guys, yes or no to Kelsey playing, I would say yes. Like, I, this is like- weird. And I know the podcast came out, the one he does with his brother, forgetting the name of it off the top of my head right now, but. Like that podcast, he's like, oh, yeah, like I had a similar injury happen. Jason Kelsey talking about Travis Kelsey. I'm just like, he got hurt on a Tuesday before a Thursday game, huh? I mean, we've got every New camera. New Heights is the podcast. New Heights, thank you. We've got a camera like everywhere at training camp. I feel like Joe Burrow pulling a cramper's calf. We all had instantly within 10 seconds every reporter. Could have been a closed practice, but okay. And then the MRI was pretty quick. It just feels weird, the whole Kelsey thing with the contracts with his and TJ Hawkinson getting his for the Vikings and Chris Jones. Kelsey should play tomorrow. I believe Kelsey will play tomorrow, even though the internet's telling me something different. But it just feels like a little different vibe around Kansas City. And I could be totally wrong on Friday if they smoke Detroit. But it feels a lot different of, ooh, our ego's getting in the way. Contracts getting in the way. Our guy's feeling fat and happy and Detroit's hungry. Pun intended, I guess, about a lion. The vibe feels like Detroit really cares, and Kansas City's taking an NBA approach of, like, we got Mahomes, we got Andy Reid, we got a bunch of guys. This one does not mean as much as you guys think it is in comparison to Detroit. Um, see, the, the one thing I will say is, was it last, last year, Kelsey uh, redid his contract to free up some cap space just a week or so ago, or, or maybe two weeks ago on that New Heights podcast, the same one you just referenced. He he fake cried, saying he needs Chris Jones. You're scaring me. Come home. Like you know, we, like I find I find it hard to believe that he would use, um, a fake knee injury, which is a little. I mean, it's the extreme version of what you're kind of saying to get leverage. Like but, I I feel like it's extreme. Like the adult ear infection for T.J. Hawkinson. The, the the ear infection was hysterical, especially with the way that you jumped all over it and talked about it and like. Like through our friend Boston Dan and your beautiful wife under the bus, I should say beautiful Boston Dan too. He'll get upset. Um, like like oh they got ear infections as adults. <laughs> like he got healthy when his contract showed up. That was odd. No, I'm telling you right now, you you offer me 17 million a year, my ears will pop. It will happen. <laughs> it will. It'll be a lot of things. Like you know, I got a bad. I got my. I messed my back up, and like literally, I have like three choices. Medicate the hell out of it, uh, lose weight, or 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 look into potential surgery to fix it. I the once they said surgery, I was like, you know, I could probably like I could cut some calories. Like you know, what <laughs> I mean, like there's things that will change. Like like an ear infection. Like he was like saying, you know, man, it's hard to 
it's hard to play. It hurts. It bothers me. I can't always hear everything. 17 and a half. I heard that. Let's go. <laughs> like, like, whoa, I feel better. I'll tell you right now. You, you tell me 17 and a half to get my back together. I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. Trust it up, baby. Let's go. But I, I do. I, I feel like Kelsey really did hurt himself. Maybe it's not as bad as he originally feared it was. Um, is he playing it up a little bit? It is funny how he was getting accused of like pocket watching Chris Jones. Like if people were like, yo, why you keep your hands out that man's money? Like it's none of your business what he's doing. And now we're not talking about that anymore. Like he's smart. Is he that smart? I think he plays, I think he is hurt. Like I don't think he's I what's the difference with hurt or injured? I think he's hurt. I don't think he's injured. But at the same time, that could limit his pitch count for for Thursday night. Um, it, and then, you know, Chris Jones now recently coming out and saying, look, I can't talk about it. I just want to raise that if we get this thing worked out, I could play, I could play Thursday. Um, I, I think the chiefs are very intriguing, but I think as long as you've got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, things will work out. Also, does my theory of Kelsey not needing to rush back? And again, I don't want to call guys soft. I never use that term, but if you said what's working more towards the truth, him not rushing back or rushing back. The guy hasn't missed the game in like 10 years. So just more working against him. Here's why I think my theory might fall apart a little bit. Tyreek Hill. Like the Chiefs were able to win a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill and rank Tyreek Hill wherever you want, whether he's the second best wide receiver in the NFL, the fifth best. He's somewhere up there. They want a Super Bowl without him. Kelsey's heading towards the Hall of Fame at this pace, and his stats are going to be in the conversation as one of the great tight ends ever. Can they win without Kelsey too? Like if they go out, let, let's say Kelsey doesn't play and they go out and beat Detroit by double digits. You're going to look around being like, boy, Mahomes really can do it with anybody. Andy Reid can do it with anybody. This is a, uh-oh, maybe he's not as valuable as he thought. We may not find um, out that answer ever, but there is something to the Tyreek Hill theory. If we did it without him. I, I think, well, I mean, they did it without him for a season. Yeah. You know, like, I think, I think Kelsey can you win three games without Kelsey? Sure. Can you win four games without Kelsey? Who are we playing? Can you win five? <sighs> Six. <laughs> and I, I think there's, there's Travis Kelsey has proven to be more valuable to this offense than anyone not named Patrick Mahomes. But you're still going to be able to game plan your way through winning a couple games. That's who Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's, that's it. There's, if he's healthy... There's no way on God's green earth he misses Jacksonville, because everybody knows those guys are the those are the the ones like the, they're the pretty pick, they're the dark horse. The guys like me have them going a long way. I I forget everything we just talked about. There's one true reason, and if this isn't true, it's actually going to hurt me a little bit. I think the number one reason that I believe Kelsey is not playing games and that he actually hurt himself, whether how bad he hurt himself, all that, whatever is because I think that there is a um, brotherhood, a bromance, a, a special friendship, camaraderie between him and Mahomes. I don't think he would play around with Mahomes. I think he would – I think he, if he – I don't think he'd fake an injury to get more money with Mahomes around because I think he could literally go to Patrick Mahomes and go, yo, Pat, I need more money. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go talk to him. And I think Mahomes would go walk with him. Because that was the rumor that he and Holmes and Kelsey redid their contract to free up money for when they had to pay Chris Jones. Yes, and this is going to sound like I'm going in two different directions here, but think about Kelsey. You've seen it, Levesque. I'm in fantasy football leagues with you. I want to get Kelsey as often as possible. Fantasy football managers might be listening right now, 
And they were like, oh, no, what are we doing with Kelsey? He was my first-round pick. I love him. When it comes to value over the other tight ends in the league, he's one of the best when it comes to staying healthy, all that stuff we've already talked about. I love Travis Kelsey. But if I had to make a list of non-quarterbacks, because the quarterback ones are too easy, okay, offensive skill positions, running back, wide receiver, tight end, all of the NFL teams, every single one of them, not, not quarterbacks, if I had to make a top 10 list of these are the 10 most important players on a team, and if this guy gets hurt, they can lose a ton of games. Kelsey's not in my top 10. Because really? of Mahomes. Because of Mahomes. Like, I-, I know how good Mahomes is. I know how good Andy Reid is. I don't know what they're going to do at running back. But it feels like at this point with Patrick Mahomes, they can find guys to run this offense and make plays. The defense is okay. I feel a little bit more confident about my pick about Chris Jones. But I'm just talking offense. Like, Mahomes is so good that it can work with maybe anybody. Josh Allen, we're going to find out. He's got digs. I could make a whole bigger list. Like Saquon Barkley's way at the top, like way up there about players that a team really needs if they need to be successful. He'd be way up there. Maybe number one. I would put Kelsey up there with any number one receiver as far as value to a team. So like if you're going to tell me. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. I think Travis Kelsey's value to the Chiefs is just as high as Justin Jefferson's to to the, the Vikings, even though Pat Mahomes versus Kirk Cousins is a whole other animal. But I, I just, I think that, I, again, I think he hurt himself, but I don't think he hurt himself as bad as he thought he did. I, I just think that's what it is. So I think you'll see, you could see him in almost like a preseason role. Comes out, if if they get up double digits, you may not see him again until the Lions threaten. But if that be the case, so be it. And I do think it's interesting to get a chance to see, you know, Kadarius Tony, what kind of shape is he in? We know he's banged up from the preseason, but I, I honestly believe Kadarius Tony is in Andy Reid's mind an offensive Swiss Army knife, and I think it's gonna be fun to watch that go down. So again, they, Chiefs are intriguing, Lions. I just, I can't. I, I mean, obviously we got our pick of the day coming up. I just can't get to a place where Andy Reid isn't out scheming the entire Lions defensive staff and they're like Pat Mahomes is going to have open receivers. If everybody if not to get too patriots on you, if if everybody does their job on that Chiefs offense, they're going to score 35 to 45 points. That's what they're going to do. Saquon Barkley, Justin Jefferson, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey's a quick top 4 for me. Mm. Of non-quarterbacks who got hurt whose seasons could be derailed for those teams if those guys got hurt. All right. I I I ain't mad at any of that. And um <laughs> I don't like obviously as I'm in this weird spot with Travis Kelsey because I did take him number one overall in a um in the our buddy Tim from the yeah. way in his league I took Kelsey number I had the fourth pick and I took Kelsey. And I've I haven't had Kelsey on my team in years and years and years and years. So now I'm like, all right, I can root for him and non there's two games a year where I'm gonna feel bad that he gets points. Now I'm like, really? Really? And now part of me is like, oh yeah, but it helps my Raiders. That's why I laughed when you were going through that scenario, which I think does make a little bit of sense of if Kelsey doesn't play or he's listed as doubtful and they need a receiver later in the game to maybe just be a decoy or something. But that would drive a casual non-chief fan crazy of, no, 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 he's on my bench. Get him off the field. Like that would have happened for most NFL fans who are watching the game. And if you're rooting against the Chiefs. I feel like you don't even realize how bad you need Kelsey to be healthy. 
Ooh. You per you in particular. Because I think about how good the Chiefs are, that they know there's a short window. Andy Reid's not coaching forever. Got to start stacking up these championships while you can. If for some reason Travis Kelsey isn't Travis Kel- Kelsey this season, I'm not even saying doesn't play every game or whatever, but misses a misses a, a long period of time. I could see a very nice package of draft picks heading to the southeast and a tall, disgruntled receiver who could very easily fit that receiving package, not maybe the blocking, that Travis Kelsey is vacating in Mike Evans leaving Tampa and going to get a championship in Kansas City because he's not happy. I have a lot to think about with that comment. Uh, who is there? Is there a player better suited to fill not the blocking part, but just that big high point finds an open space? Your 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 quarterback's best friend. Is there a better name who could be available than Mike Evans to fill for for Travis Kelsey? No. The only reason ah! the only reason I'm hesitating is one because I really liked Mike Evans. I'd like to have him one more season because the South is such a mess. I'd like to see him have one more ride with Tampa, but. For the future, it does not make sense to keep them. And as you mentioned, the contract stuff and everything else. Kansas City usually picks low, too. You know, oh, that's yeah. kind of why uh, I'm if not they get, thrilled. If they get Mike Evans, they're going to pick low. Yeah. They're going to pick real low. I mean, like, but can you, like, if I'm if I'm the Kansas City front office and I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, my God, wait, wait a minute. Travis Kelsey is 50% Travis Kelsey or Travis Kelsey isn't going to be Travis Kelsey until week nine. Hey, hey, Tampa, just curious. Just, just spitballing here. At what record or moment or price tag do you move Mike Evans? Because I'd like to be your first call. Is it 0-1, 0-2, 0-3? it this first round and a fifth? Is it what, – what, what do you need? What do you, and I, it wouldn't be a first round. They'd probably offer a three and a five. Uh, I mean, conditional stuff. What are we looking at? What do you need? What can we do? Because he could, he could check a lot of boxes. I didn't mean to ruin your day. <laughs> it just came to me right then, and I went, "Oh, this will ruin God's day." I mean, no, this is a good plan. And it, and who you know who hates that almost as much as you? USX Pest Control. I was gonna say a Raiders fan, but oh. um, <laughs> I haven't asked Frank who he roots for yet. I should ask Frank that. Uh, that's a good question. He, I mean, I just like annoyed in the backyard, like no, no, no. See, kids, that's what we call a forced transition. That's when guys. <laughs> I've I've talked long enough and I've ruined Gaza's day yes. enough that he wants to talk about anything else. And he looked down and he went, Ah, oh, Levac loves USX. He'll move on. He went to USX.com. He got his free inspection. Tim came through the house, said, pulled out a pocket knife, squished a bat dookie, and went, Oh, you're good. You haven't had bats here in months and months and months. And I was mesmerized. The guano whisperer himself, Tim, figured it out for me. And then I got the platinum package now. So the bees I got the bees have been an issue for my house this year. Or at least they would have been if it wasn't for Frank coming through and get rid of them every week as part of the, or not every week, but every time he comes through as part of the platinum package. Thank God for Frank, because I hate bees. Everybody watches football a certain different way. One of my things I've done I stand now in my head. I if I'm watching my Buccaneers and a play goes poorly. I just excuse myself, just walk outside. Just, you know, I got little kids. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to walk outside. And now I won't be batting away flies or pests. And just my wife's like, what's happening out there? What's, what's, thanks to USX Pest Control, when your team is struggling during the NFL season and you walk onto your deck and start yelling out loud and your neighbors start to get concerned, they'll know it's not insects or pests or anything else. USX yeah. Pest, 
Gaz looked like a hairless King Kong on the Empire State Plaza swatting away mosquitoes when he would go outside. Throw the ball! <laughs> Just leave! Ah! Come on, Todd! What are you doing? Ah! Gaz already man. mad. Gaz bears yelling again in the backyard at uh. nobody. All right. Uh, it is it is it is fun to visualize, um, but it is it is amazing. Like we can make all the fun in the world about this stuff because we've got the non chemical exclusion package. We're backed up with the platinum package, and when you ask what's you know what's what's your state of mind worth, it's, it's worth going to usxpest.com and scheduling that free inspection today. Play of the day coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine and nine eighty. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Am I alone in not knowing what day it is? Is that, again, I feel like I say this a lot lately, and I may have to get, like, one of those uh, mental acuity checks. But, like, with having Monday for everybody, and then yesterday was the big uh, NFL preview show where I, um, Bills fans mad at me again. I, I, I bumped them up, and they're still mad at me. I don't understand how that goes. But, uh, again, as we sit here with closing this show, I'm, I'm still very confused as to uh, what day it is. So uh, we'll just go with Wednesday and hope that's right, guys. Is that cool with you? Yeah. You know, at some point, maybe this Sunday when we broadcast live from Rivers Casino. Oh, that's and- going to screw me all up. I'm going to think that's Monday. It's going to be a big mess. It's going to be with, a big mess. I'm with you, too. I have no idea what day it is. I think I've told you three times the wrong date. I've just been yes. rattling off numbers. What week? This has been a rough one for me this week. I thought it'd be good when you have – Days off. That, anyways. Uh, <laughs> speaking about the Bills comments, yeah. I don't know if we do this today. I know we've got a little bit of few time time left, but we got to get to the feedback from our NFL preview show because it's been lighting up on social media. The Bills fans have been pushing back. I saw Seahawk fan. I saw a few people rolling the Facebook DMs, which I told you are not allowed. Get out of there. So at some point, we might need to talk about the feedback. Maybe we'll save that feedback for Sunday, and that'll give you listening right now if you haven't. An opportunity to listen to our NFL preview show before the season kicks off Thursday and then Sunday for more feedback from us. How about that? I'll reply to all of them right now. I don't care, okay? I said what I said. I believe what I believe. And when when I'm right, you'll all scurry back underneath your little little flaming folding tables. Uh, (laughs) At the Jeff LeVac on Twitter, by the way. Send that over. Um, LeVacian on Instagram. Yeah, all those things. So we're going to be doing our uh, play today. Thanks to Mark Chevrolet in just a bit. But, guys, I want to ask you this question. What is Tom Brady's endgame? Tom Brady, I believe Tom Brady is preparing to take over the world in some way, shape, or form. He currently is part owner of the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces. Uh, there's negotiations in place that could or could not make him part owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. He's part owner of a boat racing team. I think he's part of a like a drone thing. Um, and now he has been uh, announced as uh, Delta Airlines, a, a strategic, tr- strategic or the word strategic advisor for Delta Airlines. Not like just like, hey, I'm Tom Brady, I'm pretty, and I fly Delta. Like, he's going to be in meetings about strategy, right? So, and granted, professional athlete travels a lot. You know, even though he's skinny, he's he's tall, so he probably could talk to comfort. I don't know how he's going to weigh in about that diarrhea flight that's been all over the news. Um, if, gosh, he's looking at me funny. Do you not know about that? No. The reason I looked at you funny is I saw the post-game. Oh. 
what's, what's, right, what's, what's the word here to say what happened on that flight? I've seen mess that, and mess. I will give you that look constantly thinking about what I've seen. I feel bad for those passengers. I can, when they said it was biohazard. I can smell it in my soul. It's terrible. Um, yeah, you're a flight from Atlanta to Barcelona. Two hours in, they got to turn around and go back. So that's over two hours that you're just you're just smelling doo doo. It's just not going. We can't open a window. Can't just you know pop a Glade air freshener out there. You just, it's, that's it. You got. They made the right call turning around. Yeah, it was a poopy situation for everyone. Uh, but no, but like so that's so you know I wonder if that's almost a part of it too. Like Delta was going to unveil Brady like a week later. But like you know we we let's get the Brady. Who's got break glass? We need Brady. We need Brady right now. <laughs> this this crap is terrible. We need Brady. But like, what's his end game? He's owner of a million things. He's supposed to be doing television in a year or whatever. Um, and and now he's a strategic advisor for a major airline. It, are we are we going to get the option to vote for Tom Brady for like a major office at some point? No, no. Ooh, I did not think that was the question you're going to offer up. Well, where's uh, he going? What's he doing? I got two answers to this one. One's okay. a question, so I'll save that for a second. I don't want to be rude. The first one is, he doesn't know. He honestly has no clue what he's doing. Oh, he's got a plan. I bet. I haven't hit this part of my life yet. You haven't hit this part of your life, but you listening right now may be retired. There's a potential you might be retired or shifting careers or reimagining. I've heard all these different terms now in 2023. There are some people who move on from a career and honestly don't know what they're going to do next. Because the talk was broadcasting for Brady, mm-hmm. and everyone sets the expectations so high of whatever, and, and Brady's not unique in this, whatever you do post-playing career, you have to be great at. Sometimes the expectations are put on for that achievement by the athlete themselves. Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant, is one of these examples that Kobe wanted to be a content creator before we really used that term. He called it a storyteller, and he won an Oscar. So yeah. sometimes the expectations are just ridiculous for competition. I truly think Brady doesn't know what he wants to do. But he is rich enough that he can try some stuff out because that's the luxury of being Tom Brady. Hey, I'm going to try 10 things out. I might like one. I might like zero. I might like five. There's the luxury of being rich. You can try some stuff out, try to make some money or find something you're passionate about. Maybe not as passionate as football, but something you like. I don't think he knows the answer to what he actually wants to do Mm, yet. I think you're being naive. I think you're being naive. I think that I think old Thomas has got a plan. Yeah, you know, just because this Thomas that I talk to every day has no plan doesn't mean Brady has no plan. I think there's a plan. I think there's a goal. I think there's something, you know, maybe it's one of those weird moments where he's like talking to a therapist. It was actually he doesn't have a therapist. Tom Brady probably like is the therapist of some other therapist. So like some top line therapist is just sitting there going, Mr. Brady, I want to be a bigger winner. He's like, Let's go. Literally. Um, I think he's got a plan. I think there's something out there. I don't know if it's majority owner of an NFL franchise if it's if it's um you know greatest post sports career businessman like he's got Jordan setting his sights he's going to he's going to own so many things he's he's worth billions and billions or if it's again i i would how shocked would you be if what's he he's 47 right now 46 turning 47 how shocked would you be if by 55 57 Tom Brady is a cabinet member if he's running for something. Like right now, I feel like everybody who's got an opening is calling Tom Brady. I would be more shocked he goes the political route. I know he has a past to offer his political views, but then all of a sudden those got quieted down when the candidate he was supporting became more controversial. I don't need to bring that up. But 
Uh, I would say he avoids that because he doesn't want people to find out that the image of the Golden Boy is too cliche. Now that's Oscar de la Hoya, but the way in which people view Tom Brady is pretty good. Politics, you won't think of the person the same way ever again if you're competing in a certain state or against a certain politician. So I think he avoids the political realm because life is good for Tom Brady. I do want to offer this up, though. I had that question. You mentioned the word endgame. Do you think he actually has an endgame? Like when, when I hear the term endgame, I would say, okay, you start a business. The end game is you want to sell it or you want to hand it off to your son or daughter, granddaughter, grandson. You want this to be a family legacy. Uh, for other end games, hey, I'm going to go to the NFL and be a coach at some point. I'm going to be a graduate assistant after college. That's my end game. I want to retire early. I'm going to take a job that I work 30 years. Ago. Most people have an end game. I don't know if Tom Brady has one because he's so rich where he's like, I'm just going to do this forever. Like I played football forever. I don't know if he has an end game either because he's so stupid rich that most people's end game is let's get rich and retire or let's never retire. That part I wonder about end game with Tom Brady. I think he's I think he's a challenge seeker. I think that's so that's where maybe maybe you're right. Maybe there is no actual end game because there's there's always another challenge. There's always so, like it, it's at 95 he's going to be sitting on top of Mount Everest going. Ah, I just want to see if I could do it and like no jacket. It's gonna be crazy. You're gonna love it though. Uh, just Uggs. It's going to be sponsored That's by it. Uggs. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think that, that guys like him have to have a plan, have to have a challenge. And that's why I, I do. I think there's I think there's a grand scheme. And and it's probably one of those ones. Do you watch do you watch Billions, right? I watched the first season. Oh, yeah, I watched the first. So the main character right now is is going to run for president. And it kind of starts as like a tongue in cheek, like, what are you going to do, run for president? And then like it becomes more and more real as you go. I, I guarantee you it's some like, maybe it's not president. Maybe that's maybe that's crazy. But I, I'll say it's president. I think Tom Brady at some point, like he's going to start going, well, I mean, it's not like I'm going to run for president just to see what everybody says. And then eventually it's like, I could run for president. I, I just, something about this dude and everything he's doing, he, it just screams to me, He's got a bigger goal than we realize. I could be proved 100% wrong. It's just that he's bored. If, like, Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody gets hurt this year, he plays. If he plays football this year, he's just bored. If, if that's all there is to it. But if he has an actual end game, a plan, a strategy, maybe to take over Delta Airlines one day, we'll see it. It's there. I don't know. He's just – the dude has just got too much going on. Like, I just – nobody's doing more than Tom Brady right now. And, and like the, you know, my, like, I like, I love the people who look like they're not doing anything. The duck on the water, hmm. on the top of the water, looks like they're not doing anything. on the bottom, the feet are going crazy. He's just feet, top and bottom. He's just feet going crazy, top and bottom of, of the water. He, he's a, he's a double sided duck. That's what he is, Tommy Brady. It's, it's just, you know, as, as a Tom, you should feel ashamed that you're not doing more. I, you know, I thought about that a lot. I'm like, man, this guy was married to a model. He played in the NFL for 20 plus seasons, probably got multiple houses. Like he could Owns just multiple sports franchises. He could just chill. Like he could not do that stuff, but I don't think his brain is wired like that. Is what you're getting at. That some he people could just, just can't chill. 300 plus yeah. million dollars to be an announcer. That's it. He could just do all those things. But nah, no, nah, no, no. Nah, nah. He's gonna he's like hearing about he's like, Rogers talk to aliens? I'm gonna go meet one. Like, like, that's just, it, it's just, he's going to keep going. There's no stopping the man. Uh, uh, Mohawk, Chevrolet, there's no stopping them as well, where they always go out of their way to please you. Time for the play of the day. Um, I am just going to, uh, my play of the day for this week is going to be a lot of the same thing today and tomorrow. 
I'm going to keep doubling down on the Kansas City Chiefs. I just as the as the line goes down, my interest goes up. I know it sucks that Kelsey's banged up. I know it sucks that Chris Jones isn't going to be there. But Andy Reid is looking at Dan Campbell and the rest of the Lions and the same way he would look at a double-decker bacon cheeseburger. He is salivating, and he wants a piece of that secondary, and he's going to get it with Mahomes. So um, you're going to hear this almost verbatim again tomorrow, but today's play of the day. If, you, if you're going to bet $10 a day, you get $10 on your wagering, today is the Chiefs, and tomorrow will be the Chiefs again. I'm going to also do sort of what you just did there with a schedule of our play of the days. C4, thank you to them. We got our C4 bankroll challenges back as we compete on Sunday. So you're going to get my NFL plays on Sunday right before kickoff. Well, 50-ish. So that's when you get my favorite NFL plays. Friday, LeVac, after the top four at four, we bring back fantasy versus reality. We're going to have a guest. We got really cool stuff coming up then. So I'll give some plays then on Friday coming up. Thursday. I'll give my Thursday night football pick for the Chiefs and the Lions. So as I've gone through the schedule plays of the day, I'm giving you a college pick, which, by the way, 3-0. Hopefully you cashed in that parlay, baby. 3-0. Did I let South Alabama out on the air? I don't know if I did, but I know I hit Duke. I told you I hit Texas A&M, and I hit Sam Houston State. I just just envisioned a burp or a fart. Did I let that out on the air? Did I do that? Who said that? South Alabama. Excuse me. I gave you three picks I liked. The adults did not cash in. Because I told them they weren't. Bearcats with a K. Okay, so I'm giving you my two college plays for the week right now. Two games I absolutely love this week. Love them. Marshall, guess what? The Thundering Herd, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show. The Thundering Herd almost went down to UAlbany. Which everyone's going to now say, oh, it's an FCS school. They're not good. They're not this. They're not This is one of my favorite things to do. That everybody's going to see that they almost lost Albany last week. And they're going to freak out and think, well, Albany's not any good. Do not underestimate the Great Danes. They're playing another FBS team this week in the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. So give me Marshall minus three this week. I'm taking the Thundering Herd minus three because of everybody going against them, thinking okay. they can too, okay. and everything else. Okay. Notre Dame fans. I know the Fighting Niners looked really good in that week zero matchup out in Ireland, but they got NC State coming, the Wolfpack. Fight Irish are a seven and a half point favorite. I liked that a lot more when it was six and a half, and I hope that line was going to sit there to make me think, hmm, that should be closer to nine, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it be ten? Quickly jumped to seven and a half, though. Sam Hartman historically has not played well against the Wolfpack. Remember, Sam Hartman, although now an adult and has about six years of film he can watch on the games, has never played well against the Wolfpack. I like NC State to cover against Notre Dame. So those are my two plays. I went 3 0 last week. NC State and Marshall. I haven't figured out any other college plays yet. Give me a break. It's a Wednesday. Those two I like a lot right now. I like it, buddy. I like. I don't like. I don't hate any of it because you came out swinging. I came out getting swung upon in the in the first week of of true college football uh, wagering. I feel like this is one of those things. Like, what is it? One eight hundred gambler. If you, if you got a problem, just call one eight hundred gambler. If you think you got a problem, call one eight hundred gambler. Marshall's playing East Carolina. I don't think I said that. I think I was just ranting and raving. Marshall plays East Carolina. Take Marshall. I I gotta tell you, there's times that I I, I like the I like Marshall, whoever they're playing role. Because remember, East Carolina got beat up by Michigan, but not beat up enough to they they covered they yeah. covered the spread. Marshall didn't. That's more reason for me to look at Marshall, and for that logic, I'm going to have to look at TCU as well for what happened to them against Colorado, but that's a story for another day, like, I don't know, tomorrow. Um, All right, 
Thanks to uh, to Jordan Modiano for joining us earlier today. Um, thanks to Gaz for doing less than Tom Brady, so he has time to sit here with me. Thank you to Levesque for thanking me. Well, I'm just you know, general greatness would be would be fine. That's a good reason. To, you know, thank me if you wanted. Tomorrow we're in studio. Tomorrow we're in studio. Friday we're in studio. It's weird. It's odd. It's strange. And then we gear up for Sunday live from Rivers, eleven right. to one. That's okay. All right, I'm ready for all these things. This sounds great. Uh, it is Levac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine nine eighty. And I feel like, uh, hey, how about uh, wash your hands and don't touch your face? Uh, you can do all that. That's great. But what about our friends over at Elevation Ten Thousand? They they well, they wash their hands. They don't touch their face. They're, they're smart about that. All right, I'll help you with that. I'll tell you more about Elevation10k.com. I'll tell you the things they can do. They can build commercials. They can do uh, promotional stuff. Like maybe maybe you want to get like those little hand sanitizers with your logo on it. Ooh. I know for a fact they'll figure that out for you. That's what they do. Um, they're always doing that next thing, that thing that you haven't figured out how to do for your business or maybe you haven't even realized you need to do for your business. Website design, uh, marketing plans, apparel, Everything you need under one roof, elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. Levac right now is wearing the cage jacket. You can see it right now. Actually, you can't because of In your mind's eye, you can. Just imagine that. If you could imagine me a good 20, 30 pounds lighter, I'd appreciate that. Whether it's a kickball team, a bachelor or bachelorette party, whatever it might be, you might have a certain style of gear that you want for your friends, your family, your teammates. I love a full zip-down hoodie. That is my favorite thing, and we are approaching that I weather now. I got you one. I know, and I appreciate that. You I haven't gonna... worn it yet. I'm... Christian over there wanted to know if you're going to tie it around your waist like an old lady. What I was going to say is the weather is approaching full zip hoodie weather with shorts. We're almost there for my favorite time of the year. And don't forget, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, however you do your digital marketing, or maybe you're not digital marketing. Work with the pros who know how to do it. They do this for a living. Can help you make some money. I gotta call them and see if they're okay with you wearing khakis. I don't know how. I, I don't know if Elevation's gonna be okay with that. Yeah. Elevate your brand with Elevation Ten Thousand. And now I will warn you to wash your hands and not touch your face.